It's time for a 30-minute sports show, which discusses sports in the DMV. Game Time explores professional, collegiate, high school, and amateur sports on and off the field that contribute to the excitement of sports in the city of champions. It's Game Time with your hosts, Dr. Richard Miles Sr., Lois Cook, and Bruce Walker and friends. Hi, welcome to another edition of Game Time. This is Bruce Walker, and you got the Dr. Miles in the house, and you got Keith Jones in the house today. He's going to be hanging out with us most of the time. Lois is in Florida doing her thing. She's uh, moving around, doing some coverage today, so she's not going to be with us. So, Dr. Miles, what about them Patriots? There you go. You only said something because y'all won. (laughs) You know, see, they won, then all of a sudden, everybody is sighted in D.C., well, I'm happy for them, you know, but they try to give it away. They act like, you know, you take the game, I don't want it. No, you take it, I don't want it. So uh, it wasn't no games that uh, mistakes and, uh, but, you know, kudos to the Redskins, congratulations. Uh, but uh, we got um, six Super Bowl rings, so we, well, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we get a call pass you for to be a long time. You they know didn't what call mean? you yesterday to be in the <laughs> game. Maybe they should have, you know. Hey. You know, Keith, what's, what's up with that, man? I mean, you know, did, did you get Miles a call during the game? <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, certain things you don't have to do. Like the Patriots should have won that game. What do you mean? I mean, thank you, know, Miles that, thank there, you, I'm, thank I'm you. sure he's right. pulling Whatever. out hair on both sides. Whatever. Yeah, you know, I had a big bush at first. I started pulling my hair out yesterday, and now this was left. But you know, I, I, I'm excited because I know Bruce was happening. Let me tell you something about Bruce. <laughs> I called him and he refused to answer the phone. He refused because you know why? He was scared to death. He biting his nails and stuff. He was so well, afraid. Well, you know, hey, I didn't Tell want another truth. week of us being up and then all of a sudden we get a game away. But let's talk about Sam Howell. 432 yards from scrimmage yesterday. Uh, pretty good showing out there. And, you know, unlike what we talked about last week with the missing Chase Youngs and Sweat, it didn't look that bad yesterday, Miles. Well, we... Um we wasn't missing anything, really, uh, because it gave other guys an opportunity to step up, and they stepped up and played. You know, in this league, all you want is an opportunity, and that's something that we rarely get in the National Football League. That's why they call it not for long. But you know what I mean? You got to take advantage of uh, of your opportunity. And no, no, they did not miss him, to be honest. They're a heck of a ball player, but they didn't miss him because those guys won it. Back to Sam Howe. He got a little greedy on one. Well, yeah, we, for the half. Run out the, just run out of bounds, kick the field goal. Yeah, yeah. See, we we sometimes we tend to we forget ourselves. Sometimes we get too big headed. So, know. Keith, last week, you know, you were talking a lot about the you know insights from the coaches and everything. What do you think the move was yesterday? How, how do you evaluate their performance yesterday? Well, certainly a win is a is a big improvement, and you know when you play these lesser teams, and I don't mean to disrespect towards New England. Well, lesser teams. Now, now, let me tell you, Ron Rivera is three and zero all time against the Patriots. So you know that's something to be saying there on the on the. Well, we lost the the last. Y'all won the last four, but then again, uh, they're not the. But wait a minute. Let's get back to Keith before we get to the Dr. Miles analysis. No, we're not going to just, you know. So, be so nice, Keith. Keith. Well, it's it's the same thing that's going on in Las Vegas with, with the Raiders. You, you got to steady the ship first and then take the W's as they come. But you got to keep moving forward, keep working towards it. So no no big moves will be made uh, to the coaching staff uh, before the end of the season, provided 
they they keep progressing. But uh, obviously, you can you can see that uh, Sam Howell's still working it through. Uh, that's that's huge yardage he picked up yesterday, uh, and then against uh, a good Patriots defense and. You know, a progression for him because he's still a young guy. And as, as Coach Stevens knows about the, the the young ones that come in and they progress and they grow f- uh, more at different times of their life. Well, you know, one thing about uh, Sam's stats, another thing is he, he reached a 2,500 mark uh, in passing yards. He's the first quarterback in franchise history to reach that in the first 10 career games. Now, that performance is pretty significant because literally – this is kind of like his rookie year, um, you know, one one start last year and, you know, into what, seven or eight starts total no rookie now? No when you play, when you start a game, man, you ain't no rookie. Well, we don't stop I don't know. A he has, he, he hasn't had this, that man. much experience. Let's well, just say what, that. He is actually, he, he's actually, he's, he's hitting some ben, benchmarks here. And I give him even more, more kudos for it because he don't have an offensive line. I mean, it looked like somebody was blocking yesterday. I think that's for a him scheme to get four hundred yards. Somebody was blocking a hole in the something out there. So the you enemy, know. as you well know, has changed the offense and the change okay. the scheme and given him some breaks and be able to get the ball out quick. They actually stopped running to the right every single down on 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 the rush, rushing yards, and then he's not doing the trips right every single time and running to the right anymore. He's mixing it up. I think he's doing a really good job and actually changing the game plan to allow Sam to have more time. Well, absolutely. You know, you look at uh, Sam Howard, but we're going to stop saying he's a rookie because he played last year and he beat a good Dallas Cowboy team. No matter what people say, he beat a good guy, Dallas Cowboy team. But getting back to him, those guys were playing yesterday. They was blocking. But it was, you know, the one thing about Washington, you have to look. For some reason, another midway in the game, you don't know if they're trying to they were there's so much not worried about winning. They were about losing the game, and you you can't take that mentality. And as you know, some in the third uh, midway in the game, it always seems like they go to sleep for some reason. Though is it me or uh, is no, everybody else you. see that? You know, it's not you. I don't know what happens, but it seems like it always. And, and it's always a defensive thing. It, it's like we won't talk. We'll talk yeah. about that later. Well, we're gonna go to running backs next. So Brian Brian Robinson had eight, eighteen carries for sixty three yards yesterday. Keith, how do you evaluate his performance? Hey, that's not enough yards. I mean, he, he's the go to back, and this is a guy that can be so productive. Uh, they, they've got to give him uh, quicker openings. And he's got to get through them, and uh, sixty four yards is not going to get the job done. Yeah, well, you know, if he doesn't get the the carries, then he's not going to get the yards. Um, Miles, do you think it was that kind of game yesterday? I mean, you think that we could have ran ran the ball more? Well, uh, Washington's so predictable. Of course, they're going to stack the line. But more importantly, won't y'all listen to me sometime? I know a little bit something. I might be old. Gil, I know a little bit something. Play both of the backs. Because if you play mm-hmm. both of the backs, then you got to lead back. Because most of the time, if you get through the line, it always be the first man to come make contact with. If you got to lead back, then you can take that block. But And then, Tony, um, you have to understand that these guys just, you know, once you learn one system, everybody want to use the one back and the two tight ends. That's the whole stuff. Put the put a Put another back in there, man. I mean, come on. They gave you an opportunity to throw the ball, pass protection, and running. 
Well, Antonio Gibson had six carries for 34 yards and 42 yards in reception yesterday. So they were trying to get him the ball. He, he actually looked good in the, in the latter part of the third quarter. With board. him in the game, you're still going back to the one back. Stop that. Use both of the backs. Now you have to threaten him. You can always swing him. Because if you notice, everybody coming after him. As simple as that. If you swing a back, you can dump it off. You know, this just come on, footballers. <laughs> come on now. You have to be a rocket scientist, you know, to understand the game of football. Ball. Come on, man. Well, Simple. on another positive note, it looks like Jahan Dotson had had things going on yesterday. I don't in know. The breakout. Yeah, you I know, don't 69 know. yards and a touchdown. Um, but I think his confidence levels up. That was a heck of a heck of a catch. Yeah, but look at all the ones he dropped, though. Well, that's one Gil, thing that he, he was said. dropping balls out there, Gil. What's that? When, when he that looked, was you. Come when, on. When you're the first round pick. Come on, now. No excuses for him, now. Well, I think he, he knows that himself. I mean, one of the things that you saw in all the press conferences last week, what he said was he went back and looked at film, and he tried to figure out what he needs to do to get back on track since he was at Penn State. And the first thing he said was, I got to catch the ball. But it's in college. This is not Penn State. But you, you still got to catch football the ball. League. Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Why should you go back and see what you were doing in college? You were more talented than the defensive back that was covering you. This is the National Football League now. So it's no excuse. Catch the ball. It's just no excuse. All right. Well, coming up next, we got Keith on his local sports report. And we got a special in-studio guest today, Jarrell Stevens, who's an incredible coach that has an incredible story. So stay tuned. We'll be right back on Game Time. DC Radio Mobile App. It's the brand new DC Radio Mobile App. Now you can hear your favorite DC Radio programs whenever and wherever you go. Listen on your iPhone, iPad, or Android phone. It's free and easy to download. Just click on the iPhone or the Android icons at the bottom of our webpage at dcradio.gov and take DC Radio everywhere. Listen live or listen on demand to DC Radio in DC for DC 96.3 HD4 and dcradio.gov. All right, we're back on game time. This is Bruce Walker. We got Dr. Miles and we got Keith Jones. And we got a special in-studio guest today with us. And we're honored to have him here. He's an outstanding coach doing some outstanding things in the DMV. Mr. Jarrell Stevens, but we're going to call you Coach Jarrell for the rest of the day. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. How y'all doing? Uh, good, good, good. That's good. That's good. So... We're going to get to your story in a second, but we're, first we're going to go to, uh, to Keith with the, the local sports report. Well, in DCSAA cross-country, Bruce, it was a junior for Georgetown Visitation, Vivian Kelly, who took the first place prize. Uh, we introduced her to you last year when she was once again victorious. Last year she ran it in 20 minutes and 12 seconds. This year cut it by a minute and a half down to 18 minutes 27 seconds, but that was not enough for her team to take first place. It was uh, St. John's who won the team title uh, for uh, the girls' cross country. On the boys' side, St. Albans Jr., Sebi Hume came in with a time of 15.45. Second place went to Gonzaga sophomore Anthony Sara with a time of 15.51. And that was enough to give Gonzaga the team title. And uh, that was a good for the win. In football, Georgetown Prep shut out St. Albans. And turning to college, it's uh, women's soccer. Number two seed Georgetown defeated the number one seed Xavier Musketeers 2 to nothing at the Maryland Soccerplex. Now the, the number two seed Georgetown Hoyas capture the Big East title and they clinch the automatic 
Big East bid to the NCAA championship. Head coach Dave Nolan said after the game, obviously we're very happy to win this game and win the championship. It's our fourth final in a row, and to win seven of the eight is just incredible. On the women's basketball side, yes, season is underway. As Coach Stevens knows, basketball is all around. And Georgetown women opened up their campaign this week. They will be honoring their head coach, former head coach, Tasha Butts, who passed away recently. And uh, the Hoyas will look to compete in the Big East, although right now they have uh, struggled in the past. And right now they're picked to come in 10th by the media, but who knows what the media knows from that standpoint. That's the Big East preseason. Coaches poll has them at 10th as well. Coaches may know better. But uh, Georgetown announced the passing of Tasha Butts on October 23rd following a two-year battle with breast cancer. She was a star player, nationally recognized assistant coach, and first-year head coach before her death at age 41. Butts came to Georgetown from Georgia Tech this past April after a long Coaching and professional WNBA career, she joined the Tech women's basketball staff as an assistant coach in April of 2019 and was promoted to associate head coach in April of 2021. Darnell Haney has been named interim head coach for the Hoyas for the 23-24 season. He was previously the associate head coach and he came to Georgetown from Jacksonville University where he was the head coach for five years. The Hoyas lost just two starters from a season ago and returned a talented group battling for minutes. On the pro side, the Wiz are in Philly this week. They're also then down to Charlotte, and then Charlotte will come into D.C. to play the current one and four Washington Wizards. On the ice, Capitals host Florida this week, and then they head to New Jersey and to Long Island, New York, to play the Islanders, uh, trying to stay above 500 on this season going into the week five and four. And that is the, the local sports report. Oh, a lot going on, man. A lot going on in the DMV. You got the Wizards coming back. I'm actually going to go check out a game next week uh, for the first time this, this season. And, and I'm excited about that. So we're going to switch over to our special guest, um, Coach Durrell. Uh, Coach, tell us about what you're doing this coming Saturday. Uh, so this coming Saturday, um, I put together a nice little showcase uh, for, you know, all the local kids in the DMV area. Um, branching off from, like, middle school, uh, we have some of our high school and some of our elite high school. And just putting together, like, a nice little showing for them where they have, like, a dunk contest. Um, and then they'll play, like, some scrimmage games, you know, just to compete right before they start their season. So what do you do to help these kids as a coach get prepared for both high school and college? Uh, so what I typically do is uh, more so just, you know, put them through a lot of drills. Um, and it's basically just all the you know fundamentals of the game of basketball, like dribbling, shooting, passing. And I have a lot of my players, we just go through, you know, just a routine of workouts um, pretty much each and every single day of the week. So A lot of these players are some of the, the, the players to be or either players that are in, in, in middle school and high school. Is that correct? That's, that's correct. I'm actually uh, training one of the top high school players in the country. His name is Baba. Um, he's ranked, actually, I think, number one in the country as a ninth wow. grader. And uh, he's 6'8". You know, it's funny. Mm -hmm. Me and him are, were actually at the same height in March. And uh, he was away for a while. He just came back. And he's actually about 6'8", six, 6'9", six, now. So... Definitely, uh, you know, it's going to impact, you know, the game for him. So, I mean, that's pretty incredible to be that tall at that young of an age. I mean, how does he handle the coordination and all of that? 
Uh, he handles it very well. I mean, the thing is, even with the, the height, um, he still has the same skill set that he had back in March when I was training him. So um, just more so just fine-tuning everything and then basically just, you know, building upon that. But definitely a great player, and definitely the height does help um, in the long run. So. Well, the thing that you're providing for these young athletes is really, really critical. I mean, uh, and I've had the opportunity to watch you work. I just don't, you know, I wish I had a trainer like that when I was in high school, you know, and in college even, to get that one-on-one kind of attention Mm -hmm. and to be able to go through these drills. If you're you're up against another player on your own team or on another team and you've got this type of training, it's a disadvantage because (laughs) I can tell you, watching what you do is, is pretty incredible. What made you get motivated to do this? Um, I more so say it was my uncle and my cousin. Um, they were the, the, you know, the platform for me to actually start what I'm doing now. And I always knew as a kid I wanted to do something in the game of basketball. Uh, I knew it was my calling. I knew it was my passion. So I figured once I finished my basketball career, it was time for me to give back to the youth. And, you know, it just feels great to be able to hear, like, you know, Coach, thank you. And, you know, I'm getting, like, random texts throughout the day just say, hey, Coach, you know, I really appreciate all that you do for me. And I think that's what I signed up for to do this. So, you know, I really love what I'm doing. So how do they? How does somebody find you? I mean, we were lucky enough word of mouth to, <laughs> to actually find what you're doing and just blown away by what you're doing. How does somebody find you? Um, so if you find me, I, mean, I actually have my website. Uh, it's www.iamoutwork.com. Um, I've been getting a lot of referrals, but mainly just as far as just, you know, networking. You know, you're figuring social media is like, you know, the main thing right now. So um, as far as finding me, you can just go onto my webpage, um, that's that's probably the best way or social media. That's the best way to like get in contact with me. So tell us about your basketball career. Oh, my basketball career. So mine's actually is, is a, a nice, funny story. Is I actually was short throughout my entire basketball career. So I was about five, seven, five, eight in and high he, school. The way he said it's like he's seven feet now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so and then I just man, I'm like, uh, oh, this is this isn't gonna work. Nothing, nothing against short people, it's like that's like nah, this ain't gonna work for me. And my senior year, I grew from five seven to six four. And it just took off from there. And from there I just I was able to you know, have a little bit more confidence and played college basketball, I played Pennsylvania College and then I actually went overseas and from there is the rest is history. It's like I've been able to compete in like sprite dunk contests. Uh, been on the Papa John's commercial, so it's 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 truly helped uh, as far as like me getting that confidence in that game of basketball. So, well, well we're going to hear more from Coach in a, in the final wrap up segment of Game Time. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. DC Radio, DC Radio, where you can hear the Brazilian Hour. He was a singer, guitarist, songwriter, actor, and painter, active for more than seven years. The Putamayo World Music Hour with Rosalie Howard. He has an international fan base that continues to appreciate his beautiful voice and songs. And Memories for Seniors with Elliot Michael Gold. In DC, for DC. DC Radio, 96.3 HD4 and dcradio.gov. All right, we're back with game time with Dr. Miles Keith Jones and a special in studio guest, Coach Jarrell. So we're gonna we're gonna pick up uh, where we left off um, on your career. So what 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 would you say that was um, the key for you to focus on when you were training when you were an athlete, and how do you bring forth what you? saw then and what you know now and you could have been doing to to become better? Um, again, I just think back, you know, like my uncle, he was very uh, tough me when, 
uh, came to like practices. And it's like, he kind of laid the foundation and helped me to get to where I'm at. You know, I always make sure that I show, you know, humility and also show, you know, thankfulness. It's like, you know, he's the main reason why I actually got into the game of basketball. And so I think that's where I came up with the name, like him and also my cousin, they gave me the name as far as like outwork. That's how I got the name and the outwork is you always want to outwork your opponent. So it's like, you know, you're figuring like if you feel, you see them giving like, you know, 100%, you want to give 110%. And I think that kind of stuck with me since, since a kid. So some of the challenges that athletes go through now, uh, even more, is you may be training, you may be part of a squad, and then all of a sudden, new coach comes in. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the whole system changes up and all of that. What what kind of things do you do to prepare your your players to be able to deal with those controversies? I'm actually glad you brought that up. I know I actually have a few players that are kind of in that situation now. It's like, you know, they had a good rapport with, you know, their coach, and then now they bring in a whole new system. And they're like, oh, man, okay, what am I going to do? It's like, I th- think the same thing is just bringing that same intensity, the same energy that you brought with, you know, your previous coach, same thing with the new coach. You know, you want to make sure you're always there at time of practice, always giving 100%, make sure being vocal in practices and stuff like that. I think that's kind of kind of separates you from everyone else. So in addition to, like, the physical training, you know, the athletes have to deal with a lot on the mental these days. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, not just in, you know, the college areas, but before they get to college, even in high school and, and in grade school. What do you think that, um, in general, athletes can do to get prepared for the pressures that they're going to feel on and off the court? Um, I think more so for that is just, you know, take some time for yourself. You know, it's like, you know, if you feel like you're overwhelmed or, again, like mental, you know, that's like the main thing as far as but the basket game of basketball and it's like you figuring if you take time to yourself um just probably just like you know rest and stuff like that that's definitely going to help you with that next level mm. yeah that's important that's important so um tell us again about what's going on saturday i know that dkn sports is, is going to also cover this for um on the dce network and dkn network and all those cool things um unfortunately mm-hmm. keith won't be able to be there because he'll be on another assignment lois won't be able to be there she'll be on another assignment. why are you looking at me <laughs> why are you looking at me but then again it's no problem because i want to go see what he's doing so i i, I don't have the problem with coming in well also cecily uh fernandez will be um also there okay. and uh we actually got a surprise for you one of our interns here is uh is six foot eight and oh, wow, okay. He, and he used to play basketball. He, he took a break from college, and he got hung on the shooting and the editing and all that. So he's been here since the summer, and um, we're going to bring him out to actually work on, on uh, oh, the nice. shoot on Saturday. Okay, okay. But uh, tell us again, how do we get there? I know our show comes on at 12 noon on Saturday, so uh, all of you out there will be kind of missing uh, a lot of this um, on, on Saturday, but we want to make sure that you can connect with Coach Jarrell, uh, if any of you out there need some help in training, as well as make sure you tune in to DKN Sports on DCE and on DKN. And you can watch the full episode of what's going down on Saturday. So tell us again where to come out to. Uh, so it's going to be held at the Twin Book Rec Center, uh, which is going to be in Rockville, Maryland. Uh, we'll be starting at 10 a.m. We'll start off with, you know, just like some introductory uh, ball handling drills, just, you know, something for the kids. Then we have uh, the dunk contest. And I'm going to have some some real good dunkers coming in uh, from all over. You know, actually, one from back, my back hometown from Norwalk, Connecticut. His name is Parrish. He heard he's pretty good. So uh, we got a lot of a lot of fun things. We're going to be having a middle school play. 
uh, and then we have the Elite High School, uh, which is going to be featuring Baba, the number one player in the country as ninth grader. We have Jason Clark. He's actually the number one scorer in the DMV. And then we have uh, J.J. Addison. So they're all going to be there um, on Saturday at Twinbrook. That's hot, man. So, look, you're listening right now. You still got time. Come on down, check this out, meet the coach, and really, really find out what's going down. And if you're an athlete out there, you got to meet coach. If you play basketball, you got to meet coach. So I encourage all of you to come down. Now let's jump back over to our lovely commanders and playing the Hawks, Seattle Seahawks this weekend. Uh, and Coach Durrell is going to hang out and join into the conversation with us now. So... What's going on, Dr. Miles? What are we going to do this week? Seattle look bad, but, you know, uh, they're going to put their... They're going to put it together again for Washington, but it won't help. Washington should beat them uh, easily. Um, if you've seen the game yesterday, Seattle really didn't show up. So uh, the advantage we might have, but I don't know. Lately, we move we at home, we get bad calls. So I, I think Washington beat them by 10. You know, speaking of bad calls, and I'm going to get to Keith's projection. Speaking of bad calls, how bad was that call for roughing the passer yesterday? Terrible. I mean, Terrible. That, that was ridiculous, man. And that, and that could have that could have turned the game in a whole different direction quicker. But but to be on the real side, I think the officials forgot it was tackle as opposed to touch. Because if it was touch, then, you know, the guy would have got away. But... That's not those are kind of calls that they've been getting lately. Yeah, and I'm glad uh, Coach made a call on that last play because they was getting ready to run that thing. That thing hit the ground, man. And man, uh, you know, it's just a shame that it has to come down to calls. And if we can see it, there's no way in the world they can't see it. So it makes me kind of wonder about the game as a whole lately. So Keith, what are we gonna do this Sunday? Uh, Bruce, the number, not a numbers guy. I'll say 27-24 Washington. Uh, Pete Carroll's always got something up his sleeve, but I think it'll be a fairly competitive game. But uh, I, I look for for enemy to keep getting this offense moving forward and, and take, the, take the W uh, well, from one Washington back to this Washington. You know, the, the, the beauty I would say about this year is we could actually score points. I mean, this has been one of the very few and far between years that we actually can make a prediction that we're going to get 27 points uh, in a game. I mean, that's that's that as a positive. I don't know. So. So what do you think, coach? What do you think we're going to do this weekend? Man, I actually agree with Keith. I think it's going to be Washington 27-24. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see everybody in there with me. But although you have to understand, we can score points, but we give up a lot of points. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's that's bad. We we definitely need to work on the coverage. We still looked a little uh, uh, confused out there yesterday. Uh, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know. It comes down. And these guys not filling the holes. I mean, that long run that board made is nowhere. The yeah. linebacker filled a hole. <laughs> it, it, it's just sometimes it, it looks bad. It mm. really do. So, hey. Well, we know we have the linebacker issue. We talked about that last week. We we know we had the uh, linebacker issue. We talked about that last week. And you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna end this up at, at going back to something that you said last week, Doctor, about the DNs. That you said that is not really going to affect us that much with them leaving and the other guys can fill in because we got Deron Payne and 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 we got the middle locked down. That's what happened. Absolutely. 
Because if you could stop them from running up in the middle, you want teams to bounce outside. You want them to bounce outside. What you don't want them doing is running inside. Because now people got to come from outside in. You rather for people come. You rather for them to stop them up in the middle, and they did a great job on that. Mm, Jonathan Allen and, they, and another hanging. thing, they did. They held it down. Tell the head coach, you know, tell the defense line, hold your hand up. Most of the balls the boy was throwing was line drive. You can knock them down. <laughs> That's how they knock down our how passes because they throwing straight line drives and they're getting there. But after you teach at grade school, if you can't get there, just put your hand up. up. Put your hands up. All right, well, then that'll wrap it up for another edition of Game Time. We want you to come back each and every week and uh, check out what's going on in the latest in sports and the DMV in the city of champions. I'm Bruce Walker. We got Coach Durrell in the house. We got Keith Jones and the ultimate Dr. Miles in the house. We miss Lois today, but she'll be back next week. Join us again on another edition of Game Time next week. You've been listening to Game Time, a weekly DMV sports show exploring the professional, collegiate, high school, and amateur sports on and off the field that contribute to the excitement of sports in the City of Champions.